breaking the cycle of poverty at Shepherd Community Center on the east side of Indianapolis. Um, we're here today, early morning, uh, after another tragic shooting in our country. Um, 18-year-old high school student uh, in a small town in Texas walked into an elementary school and shot and killed 19 children and two adults. I'm here with Jay Height. Uh, we've been talking about all of the ramifications of what we've witnessed, not just yesterday, but for years now in our country. Jay, you, I know you have some thoughts about the violence that we're seeing um, in our schools, uh, in our churches, in so many public places in our country. Yeah, I, I think we need to, this one should be a time we come together. It is not a time for partisan speeches. It's a time for our country to come together and then begin to ask some tough questions. Why in this last month have we had two 18-year-olds commit atrocities? Uh, what's going on with the mental health status? Why can an 18-year-old who can't purchase a lot of other things purchase guns? I, I don't understand this. Um, but yet, put into perspective, I'm watching the news and I'm sitting on the couch next to my two-year-old grandson. And I looked at him and I thought, what is it that his grandpa needs to do to make it a safer place for my two-year-old grandson? And I think of the word that you and I have discussed, enemy. Yes. The visceral response when you lose your anchor, you lose your foundation. And I think we're at a time in our society where so many folks have lost their anchor and lost uh, their foundation. It's like the guy out in the ocean who's drowning or thinks he is, and someone tries to go out to help him, and he drowns them both. Um, this visceral, I, I don't know. I don't, uh, last night as I prayed for those involved, I prayed for the first responders. Uh, I can't imagine the school officials and the families. Man, my heart is heavy. I think of the family members there at the, in Buffalo who lost loved ones and the heroic security guard who did everything he could uh, to try. And um, there's so many victims in this. And, and it's, um, it makes your heart heavy and sad. And so the question is, how can we come together to make our schools safe? At Shepherd Community, we have an outside firm we work with that uh, Blue U that does a great job in doing trainings for us and we're always reviewing and have made all kinds of security enhancements and having security on site uh, as all the time and and making sure that we have a safe environment but it's more than that I mean we have to have a community that says this violence is too much why do 18 year olds have these types of assault weapons why why do we need that and and so I, it's not an argument about the Constitution. And, um, and I absolutely support the Constitution. It's, it's, it's this deeper issue that says, why would folks make this choice? Why would someone want to go in and shoot innocent kids? Why do we have each and every day in our communities here lives being taken and many times young? I, I think I saw in the news this morning that a young child was shot at uh, on the northwest side of town 
uh, someone shot across the street at. I, what, what's going on? And it's this hopelessness. Yes. And Tim, it is time for the church to say we've got to, to lead the way in this. I don't think the answers are going to be found in the halls of Congress. It's not a disrespect, but we can't mandate, we can't pass bills that give hope. And that enemy that is so present is a call for us to say we have got to go out and help folks know, one, that there's a God who loves them, but even more that there's, uh, well, not even more. They need to know, first and foremost, that there's a God who loves them, but also that, that we love our neighbors, that we care for each other, and that we love them. And um, are we stuck arguing about things that don't matter? Do we live in a world that is so partisan that every uh, viewpoint we have loses sight of, of the command to love our neighbor? I don't know. I, I, my heart's heavy, but I'm going to tell you, as a grandpa, as a dad, and you know, it was put into perspective for me looking down at my grandson. Yes, yes. We're both grandfathers, and we've both had those thoughts and experiences, unfortunately, of late. Of what, what, what kind of world are we leave, leaving for our grandchildren? Um, you've talked in the past about the consequences of when people lose hope. Yeah. Um, let's, let's explore that a little bit more. Why is it so devastating, that lack of hope? Well, if I don't have hope, then I, I don't think anyone cares about me, so I'm not going to care about anyone else. That, that's where we get to and we have this. If I don't think I have a future, you know, the prophet says, I know the plans I have for you, the plans for you to succeed and prosper. There would be many in my neighborhood who would say, I don't have any plans and I'm sure not going to succeed or prosper, uh, that's all been taken away. You know, I've lost all of that. And, and we hear the visceral comments about, you know, those who, who feel like there is no hope. And, I, again, we're not going to pass a bill that helps bring that about. I think it's really, you know, I think there are things that all of us can do. I think there are things that our leaders in the state house and in, in the capital can do for us. Um, but at the end of the day, this changes when I begin to re-embrace the call to love my neighbor. If I can live that out, and it's, it's really an individual call, Tim. It's, this isn't something that we can say, hey, you know, America, we, America, the message I have, come together. Let's learn how to re-love our neighbor. Uh, that's, that's a start. But can we have a conversation that says, how are we going to make our society, our schools, our neighborhoods, our parks safe for, for kids? Um, I want to make it a better place for my grandkids and all of the kids we serve here at Shepherd Community. Uh, I consider them, you know, I, that I have a responsibility to them as well and, and to my neighborhood and to my city. And, and I want to live that out. So tragedies like the one that happened yesterday in Texas, the tragedy that we saw not that long ago in Buffalo, those command our attention. We, we stop and at least for a time pause and reflect on how horrible that is. But we have a high level of violence in, in Annapolis and in cities across the country every day that we tend to just ignore. 
Um, you can't ignore that because you're in the middle of a, a very violent area where violence is an everyday reality. How does that affect how people live their lives and the consequences for children and grandchildren? Yeah, I think what, what happens is we live in fear of everyone, and then we have no connections. I've said this many times, we're all Legos created for connection, different shapes, different sizes, different colors, and we're made to connect on the top and on the bottom. And we're made to connect to God and to others, and if we're not connecting, then we're really useless. Uh, and, and so we have to get back to connecting. And I, again, we have to speak out to the things that, that disconnect us, like racism. It's real. Uh, how do we address that? How do Christians say, I'm going to love uh, uh, my brother and my sister who look different than me, but who at the foot of the cross were all brothers and sisters? Uh, so those are some of the things that are the divisive acts that are happening in our society. Uh, we, we want to show respect to those in authority, um, uh, but also hold them accountable, that they need to be investing in our communities. Uh, we've got to invest in, in safe schools. Uh, we, we need to uh, individually be engaged and tutor a kid. Uh, you know, take a meal to the shut-in down the street. Uh, you know, you can fill in the blank. At the end of the day, violence is the symptom of loneliness. And so who can I connect to today should be a question each and every day. And then how do I bring the hope of Jesus Christ into their lives? Jay, what I hear you saying is there are answers. They're not easy answers. It's not as simple as passing another law. We may need more laws, but that's not going to be the ultimate solution. And you've also said that the church has an important role in, in this. Let's talk more about what the church can do, should be doing, to help reduce violence in our, in our nation and in our cities. Yeah, we need to be as focused on Monday at 1030 as we are Sunday at 1030. We need to be focused on every other day of the week as we are on Sunday. Sunday is the time we come together so that we can praise God, be encouraged and challenged by the word, and then go out and live it. Uh, the, the idea that it is only for us to come and see, to, to be spectators, is, is not valid. It is for us to go and be holy presence in our community. Uh, to find those intersections into the life of my neighbors. And at the end of the day, it comes back to loving my neighbor. But, you know, Tim, <laughs> here we go. I just read a statistic that most folks touch their cell phone over 6,000 times. And I, I forget the astounding numbers of times that they're checking their phone. Um, how many times am I using that to connect to my neighbor? How, am I calling, or walk across the, the grass. Wow, that's a novel concept. We can actually talk to people, right? Uh, I think social media is, is pulling us away from being able to truly connect. We're all Legos created for connection. Let's be about connecting to folks. Let's connect to people who look different than me and, and to understand that there is a commonality that God breathed life into each and every one of them. Thank you, Jay. I'm going to ask you to pray for us in just a, just a moment. Uh, thank you all for listening today. A uh, very difficult time in our country. Uh, I know Jay and I are feeling 
feeling in our hearts and our souls, uh, and I know many of you are as well. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for your support for Shepherd Community Center. You really are making a difference in the lives of hundreds and thousands of people uh, in Indianapolis and beyond, um, and thank you for that. Jay, would you, would you close us with prayer? Father God, you're the God of peace, shalom, and I pray you bring shalom to our communities. May you, we be the agents you use. As, as the heart of a husband, father, and grandfather, my heart breaks. And I pray for those families who mourn, whether in Buffalo or in Texas. Uh, father, I pray for those first responders who work to to try to make places safe and, and for those medics and those police officers and all I, I, that have to deal with these horrific things. Father, I just pray you touch them for grandparents like me and Tim who today weep. Father, we know you weep with them. Comfort them for parents, for school officials. Father, may we be about the work you've called us to do to love our neighbor. Show us the way, guide us and direct us in your son's name, amen.